Fellas, say goodbye to Chuck Sherman the boy. I am now a man. I highly recommend you join the club. We are doing the wild thing all night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Sherman. Sherman, I could build this food. Is that all you gonna eat? General Sherman realized and understood the importance of house music. So, do you know anything about techno? No. Listen. Yeah, you know. Yo, yo, what's good, everyone? And welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherm in the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherm. Today is Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. This is episode 158, and wow, do we have something special for you today. Episode 158 features the incredibly talented DJ producer, Trey Mortimer. I had such a blast getting Trey's full story, and we actually did this interview at one of Chicago's dopest studio locations called Goat House, and we had the sickest studio room, so I definitely recommend you check this one out on YouTube if you aren't already. In episode 158, we discussed Trey's early inspirations and influences. He comes from a Polish background and was exposed to many different types of music at a very early age. He fell in love with the energy that electronic music brings and wanted to create it on his own. He's now been producing for over a decade and it shows. We of course talked about his discography. Trey has released tons of various styles of music and continues to raise the bar with every new release. With massive dance tracks like Bamboo with Plumpy, which was supported by Diplo and then later released on Mad Decent, and reggaeton tracks like Damn Good with Scales, and of course hip-hop heaters like Sushi Gang with Brian Fresco, it's no surprise that Mr. Mortimer continues to crush in any genre he produces. I also really enjoyed a conversation we had on Chicago music and culture. A ride-or-die Chicago native, Trey has a deep appreciation for the role that Chicago plays on a global scale. We had an amazing discussion on how our generation will help shape the future of house music and how important it is that we show the well-deserved respect to the OGs that have helped and still do help put Chicago on the map. His new collab project with Plumpy called the Belmont Boys is entirely shaped around the core elements of house. Really, really amazing stuff they're creating. I've been following Trey for a few years now, and it was a genuine pleasure to finally sit down and get to know him better. I had the chance to hear some of his unreleased tunes, and wow, <laughs> y'all ain't ready, and neither was I. Cannot wait to connect again, and thanks for coming on the show, my friend. Now let's get into it right now so you guys can hear his story for yourselves. This is episode 158 with Trey Mortimer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with my man. Trey Mortimer, what's up, bro? Oh my guy. Dude, I told you before we got started, I love doing interviews in the studio, where it all happens. This is an incredible spot. Yeah. Before we even talk about you, where are we? Like, tell us about, like... We're at Goat House. Goat House. And Goat how House. did you first learn about Goat House? You've been, you've been doing stuff here for a few years, right? Uh, yeah, so uh, my friend, Richie, who I made a lot of music with, he grew up with the dudes who kind of started this this studio and then i've yeah. been working here for years mostly a hip-hop studio it's one of the best hip-hop studios yeah um yeah gabe was telling me about some of the guys that come through here yeah right now like lucky is work, working out of here he's mm -hmm. awesome huge yeah. underground rapper really really nice dude too yeah um and yeah no welcome to the dude. to the space man I love like it, man. yeah I, like not a lot of guys make house music or dance music in here but yeah I, but i but that but that's something that's like one of the reasons i love i love coming here because it's yeah. also because like they'll come like they're, like i'll be making something and then they'll like like i'll be, like i'll just like i'll leave like, in that other room that we were yeah in, yeah yeah i leave the door open because it's like it's just a vibe like and yeah. also there's like a back office you know so like yeah. there's guys back there whatever right and I, if i'm making some shit excuse me um they'll you can cuss okay so, <laughs> balls ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, and like literally, I just look behind me, like I'm making some loops and like some house shoot, and they're just like jumping up and down. Yeah, like, bro. Like, like you know, like behind, like you know, you know, they're like just hard. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay. But yeah. it's because, but I think it's because dance, like house music, has like an actual, it's, it's actual dance music versus like, like hip hop and it's like and a lot of stuff that's being like that's like coming out nowadays. It's like you know a head bob you know what i'm saying it's, it's yeah it's lyrical it's you know but it's not you can it's groove not, to it yeah you can groove to it it's cool but it's not like do you, you think know. there i mean how many like <laughs> actual fusions of hip-hop engineers and producers that are also house music or electronic music producers 
Do you? I mean, you are one. You've made I think, a I think, ton of different. I'm music. sure a lot because like. Do you know, you know anybody though? Do I know other people? Yeah, yeah I feel I like mean, it's a small pool, isn't it? Probably. Well, because I mean, to do that well, I feel like I mean to you know, generally speaking, not not a lot that do hip hop and house. Definitely not house. Maybe you know, maybe like, pop like a, a duo. Yeah, or or, or a lot of like you know like well I I, I definitely did like trap and. Like yeah, a you know? lot, like that was a lot vibe, of similarities there, you know, and like that's and that's but that's you're still in like that same pool. That's a, still mm -hmm. a universe, you know. But it's really, really for me, it, it came down to like, do I want to record people mm -hmm. and like build an artist that's like my friend or somewhere, you know, even sell beats or whatever, yeah. or do I want to make the song, take the song to the club, play the yeah. song, see how it goes, like that's. Yeah that's more fun to me because then i'm the artist yeah. i'm not just like the engine but like you know i respect engineers i love my engineer homies engineers like you know i, I, need, around, I honestly need a little help with my vocals right now like, for, sure. Like, <laughs> for sure like for sure when you're producing music whether it be hip-hop trap house are there elements that you like to pull from certain genres back into the other and if so what are they okay so the biggest thing is when you're recording a hip-hop artist they don't like busy yeah that's what you said beats. they don't like they, right. they don't like they just want to come in I have a friend just like puts he just like comes in puts just the 808 <laughs> just the 808 and then it's like you know like volume all the way <laughs> lights the back wood and it works if he would finish the song it would have worked yeah if like you know but yeah it's like you know but the, the the idea is that you know so he just wants to hear the just the simple loop to just kind of like be able to write to it right so when you when you take that element, you know, making house music that way is really fun because it's like, you know, you make some really cool drums and then you could mm -hmm. add vocals and then make your song. Oh, I'm giving away too much. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm out a little bit of your process today. Like I said, there are so many people who watch the show that are really curious to learn about, like, the creative process, how you come up with ideas, how you finish ideas, which is a huge thing for producers, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I got to say, bro, we just ran through your SoundCloud private. No one has as many private finished songs as this guy right here so <laughs> kudos we just said you should probably pull a rust and just drop everything and see what works just one at a time yeah that's the idea yeah yeah, yeah. like every two weeks kind of like yeah have a release brewing something coming out flood yeah. the market yeah i mean it doesn't hurt the thing is like you know with now it's an exciting time to do some stuff like yes this. definitely now it's awesome how was 2020 like, though then for you i was here you were grinding was your creative um, process different, knowing that you weren't going to play music right away at the club, at a festival? That took a while to sink in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it six took a while months, to sink yeah. in. That I think was it like, did for me, it too. Like, you know, because it did, like, because, you know, at first, because I'm, I'm, like, for my creative process, like, I'm, like, a self-starter. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm definitely, like, I'd rather start a new beat. Like, I'm like, all right, today's a new day. I have stuff yeah. to work on. Like, I right. showed you, like, rough drafts that are, like, 99% there. I'll still open it up and be like. Right let's start from scratch and I have no issues doing that and yeah. I like doing that probably yeah, it's yeah. probably I probably have the most fun there mm -hmm. but then um yeah ultimately like uh you you kind of take that part of it just like start the idea but like it's it's helpful to have another person I think if you're a person that struggles with finishing yeah I think that it's helpful to have like a it could have a partner you could also you know you can you could be one-stop shop but you shouldn't kill yourself you know what i mean like because yeah. like you can't like i like you know like i can't sing so i don't sing and i just make beats mm -hmm. and like i like to song write, right but i don't sing them and like, a lot of I'll, ideas i'll do it between my friends like you know yeah. we'll record some stuff you ask know? for help right um get feedback yeah right definitely have you heard of clb I've heard of that. He's a Chicago uh, drum and bass producer, and I asked him that question, too. And he says he's got tons of projects, right, that are 99% done. But sometimes an idea from one track all of a sudden sounds better in a track that he makes two weeks after the fact and goes mm. back and combines those sort of things, right? All the time. So don't throw all away tracks, no. right? Keep staying there. Yep. Also, I watched the awesome a Willie Joy interview with Chami. I listened to it. Yeah, that was great. Where guys like, do not look at... Producing music romantically, look at it yeah. like, oh, I had a really good day. I'm gonna make a great song. Like, yep. oh, I had a bad day. I'm not even gonna try. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Getting yeah. all like emotional with it. That doesn't make sense mm -hmm. because like you never know. Like, 
Like, as long as you, you just have to kind of sit down and do it, and then it might be good, it might be bad. You might come back to it, like you said. Right. But, like, you shouldn't look at it as, like, oh, I can't do this right now because, like, it's like, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've had your bad days, right? Of course. Sometimes you don't feel it. You come to the studio, and what do you do? Fuck around? Mm, watch uh, watch you know how they put the the all the uh well i'm not really an anime person but i like watching it in the stew in the background <laughs> yeah. like they put all they put it all on hbo max like the studio yeah Ghibli, yeah like, yeah you, know, you could just like like what else I mean, what else could we do i mean that yeah, was pro- I mean, producers who need a little bit of a creativity spark i mean yeah no i'm <laughs> like i i i am very grateful to my friends who have sat in rooms with me where i have just like cranked ideas <laughs> that were dry or yeah, not yeah. like that may have not been where i'm just like in arcade flipping through the pack like just just <laughs> hitting the <laughs> buttons and, and like i know and like oh God, it, you know about them bro nothing hits for a yeah, while yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah. one of the people who's here during those that's a good friend that's yeah. fucking awesome bro dude so i want i want to find out more about you though originally from chicago but you're polish right yeah, I grew up in the suburbs. You grew up like, in the suburbs. I went to Elk Grove High School. Like, I, yeah. Chicago guy, though. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, so I went to DePaul, and then, like, but I went, like, right away. That was a big change for me. Going from, like, the suburb, like, living in, to like, the city? you know. To, like, and I instantly, like, went to the dorms at DePaul, like, in the city. Like, I'm in Lincoln Park, which is, like, kind of, like, you know, there's stuff going on. For sure. Like, and, um, yeah, like, I did not, like, my, my the, you know, schoolwork took, like, a second, you know. So I mean, took a pause for a for second because then because then I was like this is cool and then but that that whole process man like I learned how to I wanted to DJ that's why I went to college here yeah which is kind of a I don't know what that was the logic though I'm not saying that's the best so logic. that was like 20, 2011, 2012? something like that yeah, yeah. and I and I uh, when DJing was blowing up DJing was blowing up like what I can become a DJ my I had a I was booking DJs at a club called the Graffiti. And it was graffiti on Hubbard, dude. And I was bro. Was, I DJed there. My internship was to like, sh- like have DJ pe- have people like you know like ch- like I've had like OG Webby play there. Oh and, like, yeah, random, like, it was, yo, like, that place. I mean, it was cursed because the place was so the, cursed because the, you because because when people <laughs> walk into the elevator, yeah, this goes for anyone trying to open a penthouse nightclub. Okay, <laughs> you the pe- the five people walk in and then they're like, wow, okay. Yeah. I'm going back downstairs. I'm leaving. Elevators, packing up. There's another round of 20 coming up. Yep. Some of them stay. Most of them just go, ah, there's no one here. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> and, like and, the, and then it just, and it spirals out of control. The guy at the club is looking down at, like, the places yeah. on, the, on the ground, like, yep. packed. And they're like, why aren't we playing that kind of music? And it's like, no, <laughs> it's bro. It's not the music, like, bro. your club is straight. Like, people just don't know there's anything happening. Like, you'd have to literally get, the only days it worked was when there was, like, some random birthday or something that yeah. had, like, a bunch of people that, like, were already there. And then, like, at <laughs> nine, the people show up, and they're like, oh, Okay. Yo, shout out to and Graffiti. Then it was crazy. I know there's going to be some Chicago people who know about Graffiti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you like originally get into production then? You wanted to Dude, before get Chicago that, that DJ? Was an, that was, you got into Ableton at 13 years old? In high it? school, bro. Like, the I fuck, was like, bro? Yeah, people were like, you listen to techno? <laughs> Why you listen to techno, bro? Like what? Like they were making fun of me and shit. And this was like at a time before I even know what, like how to really make fun of people back. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, damn. Like they really don't like this. Why? But it's who, cool. who showed you techno? Did you have a no? I was just listening. I mean, oh, okay. So obviously, like having like first first generation Polish, like my like it's you know their their like wedding party music was like you know. Disco polo, just like happy, disco polo, like you know, happy electronic, like you know, super danceable music. Of but course. it's kind of cheesy, but it's like it's got energy. Which to this day, that stuff is the most popular music in Poland. But if you go to like Warsaw, they're like, oh, we don't listen to that. <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> so you, but you were like, hearing electronic music from a pretty early age, either way. Me? Yeah, yeah. well, that was my favorite thing. So that's really yeah. what got me into it. It was like, right. it was like I would go to like an event, like a function or something, like a family thing, and uh-huh. I was just, and I was like a little, little kid, and like, and I liked the party songs. I was like, man, that was like, like and like years later, like I was at my, my, because uh, I would go to Poland and visit. Yeah. I was at my cousin's house, and he's just like, dude, you mean like Coco Jumbo? Yeah, and I'm like, what? Like, and I Google it, and I'm like, dude, this song is awesome. Like, yeah, like, and and that's the thing. It was like these, like, just like these, like melodic, weird, like dance songs. I thought were cool. So then, yeah. like, so then, like, it was it was challenging because like everyone. I remember I DJed my first 
like it was like my it was like the older Saturday school kids like we're finishing high school and I was like a freshman and they were having a party yeah and they wanted me to DJ and they were like bro like you know first two <laughs> requests they're like bro Lem- lemonade by Gucci Mane and this like Gorilla Zoe song and I'm just like whoa this is a whole new universe yeah. <laughs> like, lemonade by Gucci I love this universe oh that's a classic that's I mean of course Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. so you got into electronic music. You're in college. You're DJing. No, well, well, listen. So, so, so I, I was like, I was producing, but I think that this is a key thing to understand is like when you produce and you want to DJ, yeah, and you want to play at the club really bad, yeah. Like, a lot of people, and a lot of people say this, like you know that like we're like producer DJs, DJs in college, whatever. Like they end up having this kind of like thing where they're like man, like, if I had just focused on the production and not so much on the, like, trying to DJ somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody says that. Right? And that's, but that's really, like, you know, I, so, went through school playing, like, the River North Clubs on the weekends, you know, like, and that was super fun. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was, kind of, it gets repetitive, you know what I'm saying? Like, And that's for the sure. thing, that's where, like, I'm kind of thankful for COVID because they kind of, like, just put a stopper in the whole thing and it was like, yeah. let's just start over, man. Right. Like, you know, but it was like, same thing every night, let's go. Like, you know, and, and it was fun. Like, I had a great time. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, what I was, like, trying to get out of, like, me going into Ableton and, like, trying to make yeah. music and then being, like, wow, I'm DJing it at the club. Like, maybe I would make, but you know what I mean? Like, that success that, was tangible to you. You knew if I DJed here and I DJed there that I could DJ there. But producing, you didn't, it's Yeah, it wasn't, cl- it wasn't linking for me until after school. Really? And then, uh, yeah, I had, like, a, I had a skateboarding accident where I messed up my ankle it was dumb, but ended up being like a two month period of me at home making beats. Nice, and that was after college. Right, right after. Right after college. Just got a job. This happens. Wow. Like, and and then that so that kind of set me straight in a way because it was like, hey man, that job is cool, but. And then I started making stuff, and then like that I did. You know who Jacquees is? Yeah, it's been a while since. So I like I DJed on like his like tour. There was like a Young Money Records like ran like I'm like this random Fuck. white kid like you know like yeah. playing, like you know and like I went to, I I went to Portland Oregon, to, uh, how, I wish the Roseland Theater and I left my crutches there. <laughs> I still had them when I got on the plane because I like I wanted because I needed to make the flight so I was like wheelchair me like let's go <laughs> like, you know? and, and like. And, and then uh, I, I just played, I remember I played that show and I left that shit. Uh, That's like, awesome. Fucking like, rock star from but, day one. No, but listen, that was yeah. like, I mean, this totally different thing that I ever wanted to do. Like, you right. know, R&B, like his fans are like 15 year old girls. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but like <laughs> not, they not bought, the they bought tickets to see an artist. That That's when it clicked for me. I was like. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. I need to spend way less time DJing at the club and yeah. way more time, you know. And I worked with like, and, and and I learned at that time too. I like I was producing at like CRC. It was most I was like working with rappers, mm-hmm. and they like you know where I, I was just kind of like, it, it was like I would go. I was like working a lot too, and I would like go after work. Like it was like I would come and then back that chance the rapper was working on coloring book i remember that yeah. was like and he was he had like the day session and i would sometimes come into crc and it was nighttime what? and i was like wondering what was going on i always I, I i run into him in life often like that his producer studios like at the end of the street where like uh, anyway really super close like uh, anyway like it's it's random that that's a thing but like i've watched that kind of transpire um that's crazy and well and then okay so production wise i was doing a lot of hip hop stuff because uh, one of my best friends, uh, his name is Richie. He he just like I don't know. We just like I, like uh, our friends were like we you guys need to meet. You're gonna be best friends. And like lo and behold, like it, really, it was like he was he was crashing on his girlfriend's couch at U of I. And like you know, and we and we like and we just went and like and we met and like instantly though became like. We were just tight. We were just like making because like he he was using FL, but he like he made this thing called hyperbolic time chamber. What? It's the hottest collection. It's you know like the Kill Bill sample. Yeah. That was like a popular hip hop song like a few like two years back. Whatever it was I, like a big like you know. Yeah, I think so. He had like all these legendary samples, all these crazy beats, like already like. Um, 
just made, and I thought they were amazing. So like it made me want to like make music with him, and then it and it just kind of you know, but I was I was I was always kind of like making, I, I always wanted to make like dance music. I was gonna say like you wanted that's to be been a my DJ. thing. I've always wanted to make rap dance music. music. You wanted to be a DJ with electronic music. What was your mindset? Hmm. I love hip hop. Yeah. But I love make I love dance music. Like it's it's tough to to really like to gauge how that sort of like the culminate it comes with time because it was like because of the people I was working with I wanted to make hip hop music yeah because it was fun because it was like I mean that's like my first experience like yeah uh, just just working with somebody to get some some vocals you know like just yeah. to like listen just to like write the song together right like you know I'm yeah and and my friend would like he, he's a hard worker which is the best so he's just like you know I'm still sleeping he's in the other room. It's like 6 a.m., guys already up making whole EPs, you know, and I'm just still sleeping, like, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we we make stuff, but, like, over over time, I would I also, uh, so my friend from high school, Jerry, the other person in Belmont Boys, mm-hmm. like, he moved to L.A. W- during college, basically, and yeah. then I started going on trips. That opened my eyes to that other universe because I was like I did the, the Jacquees tour thing, but it was California like I'm traveling, scene. yeah. So yeah. then the California scene—that's where I'm like actually meeting like, I'm like, well, well, I I regretted not going there earlier. Like if I was like in college in Chicago, I would have like have booked it to L.A. way sooner. Yeah, that's why I take my it's, cousin Flamingo to L.A. Bro, it's an amazing because place. I like took him right away. Like as soon as I was like, I was like as soon as he was like old enough, I was like let's go, and that's why we named him Flamingo. We were at a pool party. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you blacked out? Uh, I think so. <laughs> but he had a whole outfit. It was like the trunks were flamingos, the shirt, you know, yeah. and that just kind of went down in history. No, I get it. I get and it. it's it been that, sense. yeah. Jesus. Better, better than Matt. <laughs> just like, what did you say earlier? That like, so it was like some guy, na- or someone said it was like some guy named Kevin. Oh, there's a million of those. Yeah, I mean, any, any <laughs> typical white guy Midwest name. Kevin, John, Michael, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. It's okay. So that's interesting, because you went to L.A., right? And then you kind of had this, like, revelation, revolution with your productions, because you guys were releasing some music, but Bamboo, right, mm-hmm. is when things really popped so off So same you. trip, get this, so I bring Flamingo to L.A. Yeah. We're staying at Jerry's house. We're gonna play this pool party. Yeah. Like, tomorrow. Yeah. And it's, like beautiful yeah. like everything is great and we're like just vibes man. yeah bro. and we're just producing and like just you know dude, we were we were like i was like it was just the maximum bro time like of course and you were in that headspace though yeah oh man and then and then well the idea is let's make songs that we could play tomorrow yeah genius you know and we and the, it's mondrian hotel like it's a great spot in la it's a great like they do these like house music parties yeah it's legendary Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wicked Paradise. Those are our friends. They're yes. awesome. They do that. That was the party. Isn't that the rooftop? Is the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, you know, it's like that outside thing. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, but it's, yeah, uh, so, um, so we made that song. We dropped it and it was doing good. Mm-hmm. Jerry wanted to change his project. He was going to do Plumpy. So he was like, so he like wanted to re-release it as that. Yeah. Like late, like the next year, basically, yeah, right. and uh, in the meantime, this girl had moved into like as to be like a random roommate in his place. That like just we're playing our stuff in the living room, and she's like, "Oh, I know Diplo, cool." Like we'll <laughs> you know we'll send like it's so casual. So then we just sent it to him, and then like literally, this was like a lot. This is like so much after we made it, but like. I'm in Poland. I went to Russia for the World Cup, and I, like, visited my family. I went for one game only, but it was cool. It was a quarterfinal. Bro, that's was, so sick, though. Yeah, I saw France play, right? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was cool, dude. It was, in the city, it was called Nizhny Novogrod. So far from Moscow. How did like, you get there? Plane. Through, <laughs> through, through Belarus. Like, the... Holy shit. Yeah, dude. It was, a, like, the, in, that airport, it's only uh, Chinese and Russian. <laughs> And I wish, and the beer Here was like Trey five Mortimer cents, from dude. Chicago. Yep. Yeah, and, I'm, and 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 then listen. So like, I, I was doing that, and then like, I get a phone call, 
from Jared, he's like, dude, look at your email, and it's like Diplo, like he's like, oh, I love the song, like I want to put it on my label, it's cool, and then he and then he sent us like a video from Burning Man, whatever. But I remember I was at my my like family's house in Poland, and I was like, I was like, Diplo wants to sign my music, like it's awesome. And then my like, oh, yeah. sorry, my, my aunt is there. She like wakes. It's like you know, it's like five a.m. Yeah, like. She's like, I'm going back to sleep. Like, go, 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 out, go outside and talk. And then yeah. I go outside, but then like my cousin lives next door. Uh-huh. So like, so then I'm outside talking, and then she's opening. It's like, you're waking my kids up. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. so and excited. Like, they, no one gave a, you know, they, they. I mean, they, I love that. Did, so know. she, so she so. sent it to him. He gets a hold of it. He drops it live. Sets the vibe of Burning Man. He's like, I want this track. Releases it on Mad Decent. Mm-hmm. Fucking mad decent, bro. Yeah, dude. There's, yeah, I'm a, mad, I'm, a, I mean, I'm a Chicago artist on my decent, you know. It's whatever. incredible. So if you are, you, if man. you haven't gotten the acknowledgement you deserve, I'm giving it to you right now. Like, Thank mad you. love, I'm, mad respect. Diplo is one of my biggest inspirations on so many levels. But that's incredible. So you guys fucking pop after that, right? Like after that, and what? Well, well, I wouldn't say pop. I would say we like that was like kicking up. it into next gear because yeah. it was like now people who now artists who previously wouldn't even talk to us would talk to us. That yeah. was that's what was cool about it. Yeah. Like so like um yeah, well, I started working with Scales, like he's like an African like superstar. I was just about to ask you about damn good. Yeah, that's and that's well like so he's a Nigerian like pop star like that like has worked with Diplo and like Nicki Minaj. He's like the he's like the home. I wish we could FaceTime him. Like he's hilarious. That's like, he's awesome. like, oh, send me beats. <laughs> you know? Like it's all that's all he ever has to say. Is send, send me beats. Me beats. And that, but like you know, then, like yeah, we we would just like talk randomly because like I have this playlist. I also love reggaeton music, and I like literally like have five hundred of like my favorite songs. Yeah. And and it's like you know that and Afrobeat. So like you know Scales was just one of those people. So we right. literally just start reaching out to people like right. Like obviously, like didn't get a, anything back from J Balvin, you know, but <laughs> like, like basically, just gotta go for it, you know, it, like shoot or shoot. And, so yeah, so but that's the thing. But I just wanted to like produce like big records, you know. I was just yeah. that's that was my vibe then, you know, like, and and um, and that's the thing. Like I like I like the progression I've had over time because I haven't been scared to try something. Yeah, like I'll try it. I'll do it, you know what I mean? Like, I did the Afrobeat thing. Like, I've got that. I've got it under control. I want to make some more sc- songs with Scales. Yeah, We're going to do that. Like, and then I worked with uh, Marty Grimes. Like, he's a Rolling Loud. I met him at Rolling Loud. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 like, after he performed. This was in, this was, like, like, 2017 or 2018. Like, this was one where Lil Pump was walking around with a bag of weed and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. people. <laughs> and, like, cause it, because cause Insomniac has a venue that it's their venue. But the Orange County events, I think, or what it's like if, when they have a concert there, it's right. less rules than it would be like when they have that in like L.A. or somewhere else. It's like it's like they control. What it. is it about Rolling Loud that's so sick, by the way? Because it's like Lollapalooza for like hip hop and R and B and rap. Well, what's sick about it is that it's pioneering. I think the fact that there wasn't a hip hop festival. Yeah, before. exactly. So like this is one, you know. But really, what it is like having now gone to it a lot is like you know if you want to go and see all your like literally all your favorite artists. Like yeah. if you're a person that's like listening to rap caviar and like. It's the movement festival like if of you, rap. Yeah, you will see everybody. But get the VIP thing. But like you have to, because then it's it's easy to walk through. You can just like go from one stage to the other stage in like 20, 30 minutes. Good advice. Like, These dudes can't perform for longer than twenty minutes. That's okay? so true, like, bro. So only like the headline headline Except guys. Travis Scott. Yeah, like, though, that's a show. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. but, like, you know, for the most part, like, you know, like, a lot of these rappers <laughs> are, like, you know, like, they, there's the same, there's the same opening DJ plays the, like, there's one year that they played Mo Bamba, like, 150 times. Oh, my God, bro. They just, like, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, bro was there. He just kept running out all over the place. And, like, it, it was not a problem. That was beautiful. At the time, everyone was like, yes, God. again. <laughs> like, Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was a pretty yeah. legendary track. Um... Yes, but anyway, sorry we got sidetracked. Uh, we got so, sidetracked. So, so you're, you're, I want to talk about damn good with scales because this is you showcasing a different side of your production from Bamboo from the Scary Potter EP, right? Like, yeah, dude. Well, it's world, but I think that that music, I think that like Afrobeat music and like like Latino music, like is extremely danceable. Like it's, it's a raw energy. Yeah, bro. It's just a raw energy that's like it. You you don't have to speak Spanish. You don't. I'm like, you know, it's a vibe. There's French music that's like that. That's and then also so so, the reason I wanted to work with Scales too is because like that's a way, 
what I, I like the reggaeton, but I, I can never really play it out. Like, I don't know. Like, and also, like, in the settings, it just, it doesn't always, like, it hits in Miami. But in Chicago, yeah. it doesn't really flow like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, unless, like, yeah, Afrobeat music is basically the same energy, but it's, like, in English because, uh-huh. unfortunately, a lot of those countries were colonized by England. So, right. it's, like, British people, so they have a different accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's English music with that same beat. So, that's kind of, like, where we were going with that song. It was, like, I, I love I, it. I want to, and, like, yeah, that was on the radio in Nigeria. Like, so I cool. love it, bro. My, my video editor, she lives in South Africa, and she always sends me uh, all the new tracks that come out of there. Shit is fucking good, man. It really is. Thank you. I love it. I love your style with yeah, that. Yeah, shout so out got, Scales. Shout out Scales. So that's man. more of a Mumaton reggaeton, certainly a hip-hop vibe. And then we get a 13-track album, White Cav 2. Yep. You're that's, a beast, dude. Yep. What I was mega Dude, I did four <laughs> release parties for that, and it was so cool. Like, it was like, I was just like, all, like, I was... I played every venue that would take it. Like, like <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Where Saturday, did you play? and then on Tuesday, it was like, it was like an underground type of thing, the uh-huh. first one. The second one was... What is Blind it? Dragon. Blind Dragon. Yeah. Blind Dragon. Then there was another one. Clutch was one. Clutch. Nice. And there was another one though. There was another. We're missing one, but it's okay. <laughs> Four release parties. Yeah, because I was. I just wanted to hype it up. The Clutch one was good, but you see, that's because like. Was it my... upstairs in that private room? No, it was, it was, it was the whole thing. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but we like turned it way up. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that club is like tour. I don't really like how they're like they like control the music in there. You know yeah, what I mean? Like the started. like it was like the party was crazy though because of the fact that like we had hyped it up so much. So yeah. then it's like you know, a lot of my friends are girls. A lot of them are at tables. Bro, they just want so people then, to buy bottles. Whatever exactly. That so music then, is. so then, right? So then, so like, like, yeah. But it was like, so I, I don't know. I feel like we could have done more listening at that listening. They changed party. the management though, and it actually. We should do Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The homies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. Right it's awesome, yeah. But, dude, so White Cap 2, 13-track album, including artists like Marty Grimes, Riquetto from the Ghetto, who you also released a 7-track album with. Yep, that was and that was a more quarantine Tell inspired. me about your relationship with Riquetto. Well, he's the man. I How love did you Riquetto. Meet him? I was telling you, I met him, uh, like, at the down, like, I would go to U of I to, like, party and stuff. And yeah. I, and I got, uh, that's just what I, all the city kids do. It's awesome. Like, before they're 21. Like that's a thing. <laughs> the U of I, yeah. yeah, that's a thing, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was saying he was crashing on his girlfriend's couch, and they were like, "You guys are gonna be best friends." Yeah, like, I love and it. We and we were like, we literally like, we just like, he just taught me the culture. Yeah, he like is a person that took time to be like, listen, <laughs> this is what we say, <laughs> you know? And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. And, and and I just listened, you know, and he taught me how to act. And, like, you know, that's why I could, like, hold my own in, like, the hip-hop world is because of him, really, because he, like, showed me the way of, yeah. of how to, like, behave. Like, okay, for example. Yeah. Chronic baking of each other, right? It's, like, ugly as hell. What are you doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so, <laughs> like it, right? Like, yeah, something yeah. like that. Like, before I knew about it, like, you know, Rick and his friends are in my house. I'm playing video games. Yeah. They're, like, insulting each other like crazy. He's like, what did you just say, man? If, I was, if I'm about to, you know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is going to be violent. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know I, like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Like, so, like, you know, I, so, so Riquetto, like, like, taught me the ways is what I'm saying. And then, like, we just made tons of music together. Because, um, like, I, I mean, I like making hip-hop beats. Dude, I use Able, I've been using Ableton so long, like, for me to, like, make, like, a, a chord progression and, like, lay some, like, trap loops. Like, dude. Yeah. It's nothing. I mean, it's not that it's nothing. It's just, like... It's, I've done it so much now that yeah. it just like muscle I, memory. Like, I, that's why, but I like coming. That's why I like working with rappers in the studio yeah. or or singers. Anybody, I like. I like just like all right, because I can cook it for you in five minutes. Like yeah. you shouldn't even listen to the twenty tracks. Yeah. Like, cause we'll make one. Yeah. You know, I like wow. when someone comes in. Like my friend CP came in, and he was like, and he's like a tough rapper. Like I can't wait to. So I have a song coming out with him, or we're, we're working on it still. But it's like, he's like he shows me this like. Calvin Harris, like, old school stuff. He's like, I want to sound like this, you know? And I'm just like, you? <laughs> He's like, dude, this is hard. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay. And, and But he's still, like, doing, like, whisper, dark, like, like whisper flow, like, trap music that's, right. like, really tough sounding and really Chicago and really authentic. Yeah. So, like, we didn't make anything that sounds like that, but, mm-hmm. like, we still made something crazy. Um, but, like, I think that, like, that keeping that raw, I, I'm in love with, like, sh- the Chicago sound now. Yeah. Like, now I'm, like, I really want to just do, like, pay homage to house music, the legends of house music, how it started. Like, that's the concept between, like, of Belmont Boys, but then, like, 
you know, making a whole new thing because there isn't like a big house scene coming out of it. Like there, it's you know what I mean. Like it was crazy huge. Like it's like it's not that's not like the most popular music. Like hip hop is having its moment, yeah. kind of. You know. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with you, man. And I think that's something that needs to be talked about more. I'm extremely passionate about that too. I want people from our generation and younger generations to understand that the music that they love is spawned from Chicago house music. Mm-hmm. They don't know that. They don't know who Frankie Knuckles or they Frankie Knuckles or they think they yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Know who, Ron Carroll is uh, Paul Johnson, like mm-hmm. Marshall Jefferson, a, a beautiful Chip thing. E, all these people. Yeah, well, even Cashmere. Cashmere, like, dude. They, yeah, dude. I wonder how many people know that that's Green Velvet. Yeah. Well, right. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's a beautiful thing, though. I'm glad that they like. Uh, no, sorry, that's not a beautiful thing. But in the sense of like current music, I love where it is. Like, I'm not a person that's like, oh, I wish it used was how it used to be. You know Me neither. I mean? I'm I know more, what you mean. Yeah, like, but I'm like. I'm finding that the paying attention to that narrative is actually like what I can build a, a new music out of. Like it's yeah. like you know what I mean. Like yeah. that history is really interesting. So I've, I've been listening. I was showing you like the like boogie. Yes. Like before house music, like yeah. it was like you know, and the so Lakeview, not like today, but like Boys Town has clubs that are like universally known for being like fun of course people are like boys town is awesome it's like that's my actual history like that's that was like in the 80s and 90s and before that like you know there 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 was a a community there listening and dancing to house music having this type of culture yeah that um yeah like and then the rest of the world was was playing that music like it got shipped off to england Acid House and Chicago House. Detroit got a little piece of that, too. Mm-hmm. And they were both spawned, and then it went to a global scale, and then it came back with a lot of new variations, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm all about it, too, bro. You, we got to leave the charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, like, you know, like, there, so, like, you know, I would love to just have build, like, a new house scene, like, in Chicago. I think, I think John Summit's, like, leading scene, the way right, right exactly. now. Exactly. It's like, like I, want pe- I want young people to be excited about house music. I'm not expecting them to know the house music encyclopedia and tell me exactly how these tracks were made but i just want the scene here to understand like chicago is really special because when you talk to people outside of chicago you know i've interviewed people from all over the world man and like i say i live in chicago and they're like wow what's the chicago scene like what's mm-hmm. it like how's the house music events i'm like there are some really legendary places here there's some Smart legendary bar, places yeah. spy bar we do some really cool things here shout out to arc music festival for finally bringing a all house yeah. and techno festival but there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and it's kind of what we talked about, these these clubs that are so focused on bottle service. But well, I see well, now well, well, they're yeah. adapting. That's a whole thing we got to talk about. Well, two, that you just touched on two points. One, when the COVID world reopens, yeah, it's going to take time and it's going to be gradual. Like, you can't just, you're not just going to whip it into, like, this yep. giant party. Like, yep. it's like, you could do that. We did play a little underground show in L.A., and it was cool. It's okay. Recently. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it was like, you know, it, there's a whole story there. I had to fly Flamingo in. It's a whole thing. We can talk about it. <laughs> um, hold on. Lost train of thought. What are we talking about? We're talking about the open format clubs and the scene open format. So, like, when things start to reopen, it's going to be a while before it, like, you know, so it's like you're going to start with, uh, you know, small. I feel like you're going to have, like, you know, smaller rooms, like, you know, people, like, even having, like, the reservation system. Like, whereas, like, it's just a different vibe. Like, you can't just, like, mosey on over to someone's table. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like oh, totally. I know them. Like, I might, like, dance in between. Like, I don't know. Right, yeah, 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 it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. It's just, it's just different where, uh, yeah, like, the Bottle Service Club as a concept, it was like, okay, what name can we sell tonight yeah. to these people to sell these 30 tables to every single person? Yep. So what does that do? Like, DJs are basically making like the same song. Everyone's doing the same thing. Like yeah. at, at at this at this specific time, we're right. just like, oh, let me get a vocalist and let me make it as big as possible. Yep. Like and like kind of copy a sound. Yep. But it was like, but that works though, because you could these bottle service clubs are set up all over the world. So it's like you yeah. can really blow this up. It's like, all right, well, like I can DJ all over, like because they're just like, all right, who can we fit in on Thursday? Who can we fit in on Friday? Straight up. Where they want to sell the thirty tables, they don't care about filling the club up per se. It's more about like, can will people buy the bottles? But in order yep. to buy the bottles, they have to be kind of like a big enough thing. Like, oh, I know this name. Like, I'm gonna. Yep. And I spend get this that. much it's money, bi- and that's a, a thing. Model. Yeah, sure. It's awesome. 
But I've but. seen a lot of changes with these clubs that are like, all right, you know what? The younger guys that like are the best CJs here, they are now like house producers. They mm-hmm. want to play house shows. And we get that, of course, there are some places that are always going to be open format. But it's really exciting to see that the people who are running them now, we kind of see – it's not a baby boomer, boomer generation that are running this scene here in Chicago and, and clubs all across the world. Mm-hmm. But those older people are kind of on their way out. Mm-hmm. And it's like us that are coming in and saying, this is what the scene wants. We're mm-hmm. the breath of fresh air. If you look at where house music is right now, from a mainstream perspective, it's pretty incredible because – if you look at when we got into the game, bro, like 2010, 2011, right? It was shortly after Tiesto came to the U.S. with his trance and electronic, you know, big, big energy type stuff. And then 2011, we had the Hardwells and the Alessos and the Ingrosos, <laughs> the Swedish Man, House Mafia. Yeah. Shortly after that, dude, then we had Flosterdamus. Swedish House Mafia is like my biggest inspiration. Bro, dude. I love I Swedish love House Swedish Mafia. House I love you that, that shit. Take One documentary? Of course. Where he's just like, I need my own car to the festival. <laughs> <laughs> And like, they're they're ridiculous. Like, uh, like the guy, the guy's doing like an interview, but he can barely speak English. Remember? Yeah. And, the, and he's like, "Yeah, what is? The, what do you think of the theme?" <laughs> and he's like, and the, dude, and the Sebastian and Gross, I think he's like, he's like, "What? What is he saying to me?" Yeah. The, the, theme? What is it? Theme? I'm done. <laughs> they're wild. They're wild. But even they know that cycles of music are usually in five year cycles. You know. What oh, I mean? they were so smart for like doing their thing and then like ending. They it were ahead of the like, game, the bro. That they were like. But right, we see this. Like... We see. We saw. We saw dubstep and rhythm go high and go mm-hmm. low. Fans will always remain, but house music, bro, has always been going like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that is actually Alex Kislov. If you look at like a graph, like a Google Analytics graph of house mm-hmm. music, it never really dips. And now it's really starting. You can see it with where, who's getting booked at festivals. You can see. Yeah, well, house I think music. that, dude, house music is easy to dance to. It's, it's like you can just, you can kind of talk over it at the same time. Like, yeah. It's like, I think this guy came down, he's the Martinez Bros, like, tour manager. He's like, a, like this guy came down to visit once here over, like, over, co- over quarantine. Mm-hmm. And, like, came, listened to my stuff, and he was like, bro but you need uh-huh you need side eight, and i was like hmm, yeah 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 what does that mean that's like, interesting and but he was right though because yeah. it's like this is kind of what we're getting at in this it's kind of like the more constant groove just like being able to dance to something not necessarily it's like build up drop yeah like that's cool but like you know just 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 provide the vibes for like a couple hours like i think and that's yep. the biggest difference between yep. this and like the ro- like so again rolling loud uh, i like hip-hop but it's like you know that you're gonna be saying it's pause yeah it's like you go you see you see little baby crazy show yep kind of like you know there's a there's a moment of in between yeah you know what i mean and then there's like someone else opens now it's gonna yep also awesome though all right i love that chami collab the awesome stuff yeah but dude, like that's you know sick. Like, um, dude, I actually met him at, uh, when it was All-Star Week. Like, Gunna? last year, yeah. Sick. Um, I digress, though. It's like, hold on, lost train of thought, what was it? Uh, Rolling Loud, the energy. Dude, house music never stops. That stuff stops. You and can it's, do it all weekend. It's a weekend. different vibe. You can do it all, you can literally just make. All day, all night, all life. Yeah, well, so I've been, so all, all quarantine. So, okay, so like, yeah, like in, I, I literally was DJing in River North the day before like saint patrick's day before they like were like shut the city down yeah like that friday or whatever (laughs) yeah yeah so like and then from that point it was like just it just got darker like yeah because it was like okay so this so really we can't make music or sorry we can't play music yeah so it was like that's the thing though you can if if you don't look at it from like again romantically like like that chummy thing yeah it's like you can still make stuff. Like, I mean, even though, like, the like, but the world had to do a lot of processing, you know? Like, people are at home. A lot of good stuff came from that. I was able to work with artists and people from, you know, the business world, music business world, that previously did not have any time to work yeah. with me because right. now, because, you know, they were busy and now they don't have anything to do. And it's like, you know, Absolutely. so then, so we've actually been, like, we've been trucking along through the pandemic. Like, I had I've the biggest year growth of my podcast. I've been interviewing bigger people because they've had more time. Yeah, you ain't oh, doing shit else, right? You got an hour. I, I would, yeah, exactly. Dude, I so I, there, dude, I, I, I resonate with that on another level too. Yeah. Feel that. So wait, you mentioned like where house music is right now. When did the Belmont Boys really become real? Because 
Me and Jerry would DJ randomly. We would always try to. We would get every DJ set we possibly could. Like yeah. when uh, the, uh, there was a Matt Decent Insomniac Space Yacht. Yeah. Special for four twenty of twenty. <laughs> yeah. But like it was, it was gonna be. We, we were like we saw that within ten seconds. Like literally, we 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 saw the flyer. We're texting each other like we hit up everyone we know. The A and R Matt Decent. Like you know every single person. We're like we released on this label. We have to play the show. Yeah. Like, and it worked. Yeah. And it was like. That was a big crowd and it was really fun. Like yeah. you know, but it was just like we would DJ together and those sets were really special. Oh my, that that turned into a whole situation. We brought Flamingo there. Oh boy, <laughs> big night. Was that an exchange? I recall, yeah, at exchange. So it was like sold out exchange show. Dude, I've heard. That and then afterwards, cool we did like this like Wook after party. A Wook after? Yeah, bro. Frog, bro. You make it yeah. out of that alive? We did a Wook after. How was it? Uh, Strange. It was. I mean, that was. That was interesting, but then afterwards there was like a, there was like a faux place or faux place like, like we just got food after like five in the morning. Yeah. With like ten people, like it was. <laughs> uh, we had like, like some that we had met there that we we're just like we we're just like yeah it was it was a time like. Um, and there was a scene. Flamingo was rolling up on the table in yeah. the restaurant. And yeah. I was just like oh my god. That's L A though. You're good. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> I like the confidence. Confidence is not something that we lack. No, I get that vibe and I love it. Yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> you gotta walk in guns blazing. Yeah. Rather ask for forgiveness and permission. <laughs> um, so the Belmont boys, like, you, it's centered around house music. Your right. Oh, oh, so sorry. I, uh, so basically, we would DJ together wherever we could, and yeah. then we would, like, we didn't have a name for that. You would just all. go back to back. Yeah, we would just go back to back, Trey, Pumpy yeah. Trey, and and then like, but people would be like, man, like, and we would release songs together. A lot of songs. Yeah, and then like, it was like, we were just doing our personal thing, but then it just made we finally found something that we wanted to call it. Yeah. And again, it pays homage to like Belmont. That's again like like you know, uh, origin origins of house music area, yep. like kind of you know. Um, but we're a lot on the south side, though, really, let's be honest. But, like, you know, there, there's been a scene there. Um, well, Belmont, if you're from Chicago, it's a very recognizable name. And people know, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah It's yeah. a sick name, bro. Belmont Boys is sick. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Don't yeah. you think it's sick? Flamingo is sick. Yeah, it's, more, yeah, it's nice. It's yeah, and, and it's Cardi, so... what do you think? Because <laughs> 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 you fell asleep. Um, yeah, so, so basically, like, we... we 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 went to we we went to Insomniac Records office a couple times mm-hmm. and we showed them because we've been we've been working on that house stuff for like two years yeah like just in the background like you saw my rough drafts like, yeah you know? yeah yeah like, and I think I, I I listened to a great side piece interview where they're like with Nitty Gritty and Party Favor we yeah. DJed with them like they're just like side piece is a project that we see longevity with yeah. That we see, like, we love our projects, we're making music, but we see just, like, that this is, like, some music that, like, when we're gone, people still might resonate with. Like, yeah. You know, that's kind of, like, that's an interesting take. Um, and I also just, like, like I, the same way I kind of fell into working in hip-hop, I, uh, randomly, my friend here at the studio, uh, shout out Yash, he knows this girl that helped write uh, Cashmere Brighter Days. Yes. And so I've been working with her. That's like a legendary house music vocalist. Legendary. And, and like, so that has also made me like want to just be like more like hardcore house, you know. Only. She's digging your sound. Yeah, we've been. I want. Yeah, I want to show you some of the That's songs. That's awesome. Like, yeah, so we're gonna. I mean, I want to make that like an upcoming single, like soon, probably like the next one, or like, yeah, it'll be like, I'm doing Trey, but I'm doing house. It's gonna be with the legendary vocalist. Like I'm, I'm. It's gonna be hype. It's gonna be hype. You heard the, the snippet. Yeah, bro. Um, it's sick. Uh, thanks. But yeah, like you're doing you know, it for you though too. Is the yeah. thing right? Like you're doing this because you love it. You yeah. Love oh, I sound. love it. You love the energy. You're doing it for your city. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like you talked about. Like you know. Like, I yeah. love that, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, and well, so Plumpy lives in Connecticut right now, and right. I live here, and it's like, you know, so we're, that's a project, like, you know, we've been working together for years, we're going to keep working together, but it's like, you know, that's just two different places, it's so it's like, thing. you know, it's like, I'm going to DJ here, like, you know, yeah. like, because I'm, I'm here, like, I'm going to DJ in LA, like, you know, right. we'll, we'll link up for some stuff, like, right. you know, but, um, yeah, like, like, Belmont Boys, so we, we, we went to Insomniac's office and, and met there with the, with the team and, like, showed them this stuff. For like 
this is like 2019, 20, like, yeah, 2019, like in the summer. And then like, they finally dropped some of the music to launch the project in September of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then we did another single. In Rotation, then, right? In Rotation. That's their house sub-label. Dope label. A lot of people release on there, too. Win and Woo. Yeah, a lot, uh, yeah, yeah. Side Piece. Yeah, Side Piece, West End. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're, dude, th- those those guys are awesome. Yeah. Uh, they're, like, they have... It's funny, because Insomniac, they have, like, all the EDMs. Like, the, you know what I mean? Dude, it's they like, have it all. It's like, we have, here's, like, the dubstep people. Here's the They're an incredible music. brand, it's, dude. It's, it's, oh, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um... So I'm excited to do more stuff in the future, and then you know what? So and then we got the Matt Decent support again with, uh, with a remix of Bamboo. I was just about to ask you, like this recently came out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like most recent ago. It's making it's making some moves. Thank you for running it up, dude. It's yeah. an awesome track, and it, it's so cool because you know running through all your guys' tracks, like Plumpies and yours, and then Belmont Boys, and then ending up on this one. And how you remix it was really special, too. Like, sometimes a remix is just taking the vocal and making it completely, completely your own. Mm-hmm. But the coolest part of Bamboo, to me, is the second drop. When you guys hit it at the beat, and then there's silence, and then you hit it again, and you turn it into this dope fucking house track. And I was like, God damn. Yeah, man. and it like, just works. It just works. It, it just, just works. It's just a little faster, and it's just like the same thing. It just thing. works, yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. How much fun was that to make? Dude, that that was such a vibe. Like, I mean, well, th- honestly, like, dude, the house, that's the thing. It just flows, man. Like, yeah. I can, like, I would love to DJ for two hours, just house, like, <laughs> easy. Like, yeah, and DJs it used to be, like, six hours. Like, I've just been learning about this, like, the history. Like, they used to yeah. be so much longer. So like, long. people definitely are used to shorter sets nowadays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Frankie Knuckles used to have two or three of every single disc, or every single actual vinyl disc. Mm-hmm. Look at me, I'm a fucking millennial. And he would literally, like, mix one into the other so he could get another ready, and then he would continue to play, and he would play six, seven, eight-hour sets. All those guys. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, and for what you said, it's okay. Like, dude, I know a guy who, like, literally releases his music on cassette tapes. Really? Dude, it's a scene, man. How could you even play it? I've never even... There was a thing called Situations. I think I heard of that. Dude. That's pretty dope, honestly. Interesting. I don't know how you could... <laughs> Tough market. it's it's a different vibe like you know like but it's like that's like the the scene of like below the scene like where they're like you can only hear my stuff on this that's pretty legit 50 you know there's 50 units of it find it versus like I'm gonna upload my music online so there's those people too that was like 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 I gotta see yeah oh what'd you say like an NTG right like those or, uh, you know those new these new things that are out? Oh, NFT? NFT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NFT. NFT, yeah. Well, yeah. No, this, like, what I'm talking about is, like, straight-up dudes making cassette tapes and passing them around, like, way before, like, old school. Old That's school. what's up. The, the kids still do this. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's, but it's, like, a thing. Like, but anyway, so I've been getting up, so my, my friend Pascal, dear old friend, yeah. is, like, so educated on house music and just, like, has been sh- telling me, showing me, like, old songs but i'm i'm hopefully with dana soon i'm gonna go to like the south side and meet some like some of the legends like yeah. outside yeah, she offered to take me like i i, I should have gone that day she's like just go like get a beer I'm like yeah it's gonna be like such an honor but also like you weren't ready like i'm so yeah i wasn't ready <laughs> but like to like you know it's just to like learn and like see you know because i feel like yeah i mean probably the same with like fashion you know like things yeah, repeat bro. themselves like i think like house music is ready for like a new yep wave it's getting that fucking 2021 take on it, bro. 100%. Mm-hmm. I love it. Belmont Boys is a very cool project. Belmont Boys and Trey, there's one track that means the most to you, regardless of success. What would you say it is? For you. That's out already, or that's... Uh, you know, the typical true producer answer is one that is not out. But yeah, give, no, give, it's give one me, that's not out, because I'm working on... Give me one that's out, and then tell me what's out. What's not out. Like, just you're saying my favorite song that I have of stuff Yours. that's out? Yeah, like, you don't give a fuck if it does well. Or it's out and it hasn't done Money, well. Marty Grimes. Yeah. Whole lot of money on the floor. Yeah. Dude, that track's good as fuck. I love that song. Like, that's, yeah, that's, thank you. That, that song is like, like, and I play with, like, the video of the kid dancing, like, of, like, the, you know, like, the kid, <laughs> like, the little Russian kid in the club. And yeah, he's just, like, yeah, so got his sunglasses on. Like, it, it literally goes so perfectly with that. Is <laughs> <laughs> that on purpose? It was random, like, like the, like, so the visual, we have, like, a homemade visual prison, he's super talented, um, he, he's been doing visuals for, like, a long time, but he just, like, he makes these crazy 3D things that are, like, really advanced, and then, like, 
you know, we're expecting some crazy. She's like, guys, I just went nuts. Like, you know, <laughs> and he just sends us the video of the kid dancing <laughs> at the club. And we're like, wow, like, this is hilarious. Like, Damn, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Uh, it's yeah. so important to have those tracks that, like, you make for you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, and that that one, like, I'm, like, I'm talking in it. Like, I'm just in there, like, house. <laughs> yo, and then and then my friend Maddox is like, y'all going to my house. house. <laughs> like, it's like it's like it's like a joke, but then we're working with like an actual like very awesome rapper. <laughs> like but when it's and I put like, he's out of his element really. Yeah. But he's in his element, but like he makes like he's like a like he him and G Easy have some really popular songs. Yeah. And like and then oh, he, people know but, like, I got him to make uh, some house and he loves like it's fun. Like it's like, you it's know, awesome. we just went to his house and like uh, that song was just really fun to make, and I, yeah, and I think it's really. Ca- I think that that one like is uh, yeah like longevity, right? Like I think certain songs yep. will like stay around just because like they're cool and they're easy to play. I think that's a big thing too, is like making your song in a way that like it, like okay, how do you feel about intros? Like like uh, you know. I need them. You I'm need gonna, them. I'm gonna DJ. Mm-hmm. I want them. Okay. I don't. I don't think I need them. Like I, you can of course mix it, but I do love bringing a track out and in. That's like one of my favorite parts of DJing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of taking that time, the highs and lows of, yeah. of a set. You know what I mean? Yeah, you what, love the intro. So that's the thing. I think, yeah, I think I need to start making extended mixes. <laughs> you don't have extended mixes? I haven't really been making extended mixes. You just fucking make the track, put it make out. Make the yeah. tracks, yeah. Like, it's been my vibe, but like, I want to make extended mixes. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, it's, 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 more, it's more about. Well, when you DJ, mm-hmm. what's your DJing style then? Quick transitions? Kind of, yeah. 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 I mean, that it works, is. though. It is, yeah. And, and well, because, like, I, that's why I love DJing, because it's, like, I can play this. Like, if I see something's not working, I can switch it up. Versus, like, uh, I feel like now it's a thing, like, when you, like, I feel it's either certain producers will, who, like, DJ. It's, like, you know, like, the concept of making, like, a pre-made set. Like, obviously, if you're, like, a, a really big artist, like, if you're, like, Flume or something, and they expect more of you now. Yeah, yeah, It's, yeah. like, and you have, like, a whole stage production, then, like... You know, you have people kind of helping you, guide you through, like, the whole, like, one, you know, where you see a whole Ableton set, and it's just, like, tracks, and it's, like... Right. It's it's full-on songs that goes for two hours. Right. And you're, like, locked in. Yeah. I could never, man. Like, I, I, li- I, like I like the idea of, like, producing and then performing by just playing that stuff that I made. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then being able to be like, okay, this song works. Like, maybe, like, now let's go to this one. This is going to work crazy. Like, I actually I, saw you I like... DJ at a Funky Brunch. I'm remembering that now. No way! It was, it was on a Sunday, right? Yeah, and I remember oh. you doing really quick transitions, actually. Yeah, no, the CDJ, I think, was broken. Like, I, like that was, I was like, if I recall correctly. <laughs> if I recall yeah, correctly, yeah, yeah. Like, we showed up there, and we were like, hey, what the hell? Like, yeah, but, like, anyway... It was I, that was that was like a really popping thing. Like that was surprising. Dude, funky brunch is sick. Yeah, like I was surprised. The, see, that's that's where you that. find good Chicago house scenes. Yeah, I'm gonna I gotta play. I should text those people. Paradigm, right? I think so. Yeah, they're awesome. John Curley and, and Garrett, they're great. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool to see, man. So Garrett Infinity, dude, yeah. I've been following that since I was like super young. He's a legend, like, bro. Dude, like I was like I loved some of that's like him. It's like him, Dustin Sheridan dropped like some like these these remixes. Like, yeah, dude. It was, like on Beatport, and I was like listening to that shit. Like damn, like there was one called So High, remix, and I like loved that. Song. I gotta check it I out. I would listen to that like on repeat. I thought it was the best thing ever. It was like, yeah, you know. But the, again, like whole time I was always like. I like working with, like, people that really want to work with me, at, you know, so I'm just like, all right, like, let's, so I was always, like, I'm, I made a lot of different styles of music now that I'm ready to, like, really focus on, and, and I feel richer for that, mm-hmm. I like that, like, I'm glad that I did, like, yeah. you know what I mean, like, it's like, I, I spent the time learning, like, and I learned a ton from hip-hop production that I now can take into house music, and, like, it's, it's different, you were saying the drums are, like, a little different, which I never heard anyone say before, but, Dude, like, it's, it's pretty clear to me, I, I don't know, like, listening to your hip-hop tracks and your Mubaton tracks and kind of how you go about making those unique sounds. I mean, you were just talking about authenticity in your tracks. Tell us about the can, the empty can that you were using. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I'm working on a song. It's, it's uh, well, I finished the song. I'm working on a video. Yeah. It's shooting the next two days. Uh, it's called Body Rock. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, it has like a disclosure vibe, I would say. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Um... But the percussion, you think it's like some 
really awesome sample that I might have found and spliced yeah. or something or like Too in good our, to be true. or like in arcade or whatever. But uh-huh. it's literally like one of the interns here, Gabe. I have him go in and like click an empty can, like you know. Yeah. A- and then I just uh, I have a plugin. It's called Echo Bode. Highly recommended plugin. Okay. Echo Bode. Like pretty cheap too, but like, uh, yeah, you can. It literally sounds like the most awesome. Like, it, like it, like it's called gate verb the preset, but it's like it makes the sound like crazy. Is do you feel like that's how you how you're unique? Like, what wh- what is the the Trey Mortimer like signature? Like, what when you're I definitely producing? do a lot of vocal chop stuff. I definitely do that. You are and you crush it the vocal chop stuff. Thank you. And that's an arcade too, right? Arcade, or I used to use Exhale, and then I also sometimes yeah. will record. I love the sampler in Ableton. Like, I'll just record people and play it in the first, Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. That, like, that's fun. Um, but, yeah, I would say, yeah, probably like chopping up voices. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want, I don't want to reveal your secret sauce, like, bro. I mean, I don't know if I have, like, a secret sauce. I just, like, I love I love creating. Like, I, li- I like to just, like, I have, I, I love using this new, th- I, I bought a Digitone last year, and I love it. It's a great synth. It's, like... I can make all my sounds in it, and then I just kind of get vocal samples from... So I get, like, you know, like, synth or, like, bass, leads, Mm -hmm. pads, analog synth, digitone. Awesome sound. Yeah. It's warm. I, like, I spent the time to get the, 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 like, the other presets loaded in there that you have to download. It's a whole... Thing. It's a, but I like the process. It's like a cool little toy. Like yeah. I had time, dude. COVID, man. Yeah, like, man. You know, just I got some new toys. I was just like, you know, playing with them. Like so it's you just up. put in time, straight up. Like that well, that's the secret sauce. Your ten thousand hours, like you said. That's the secret sauce. If you just put the time in, like, because it's like the time and not getting discouraged and also not being like, why are people afraid to put out their music? I don't get it. I never got that. I'm like, yeah. like, I, I, like, I mean, it's I, I can understand like, oh, it's not ready. It's like you know, but like, dude, like, see what happens. Like you know, like it's you gotta not, get feedback. Yeah, like you know, like because it's better to walk around with your songs out and talk to people and mm-hmm. be like, oh, you want to listen to something? Like, yeah, just look it up, whatever. Like, yep. you ha- you only have ten seconds of that person's time. You don't have, like. Send them a, a private playlist. Of, <laughs> Would you like to look at my hard drive? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I I swear I make a lot of music. It's like no. It's like is that out? Can I listen to it or no? Like right. Yeah. So true, bro. Um, is it about eight? It is about eight. Okay, we can we can wrap it up. So I I only had one last question for you. Please. What would be your perspective on where music is gonna go in the next five years? Mm, I think to the moon. Okay. Uh, uh, Good yeah. answer. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, specific, I think, I think, like, rap and house mm-hmm. are, like, you know, two most popular things. I mean, I think that's just really going to grow. But I think that, like, we're, we're going to see, like, an American house music scene. Like, I think that we're yeah. going to see, like, like, we're finally going to see, like, people here, like, a big scene of people that appreciate, like, the house music they play in, like, Spain. Yes. Where there's, like, Carl Cox on this day. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and like, Sonnery <laughs> James or whatever. It's, it's, like, you know, or, like, like they have, like, real, it's, like, like Eric Murillo or some, like, old school stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have, like, a, a, but it's, like, they don't want to hear any, like... <sighs> Nope. Like, it's, it's... They want a group. That's that guy that was, like, side to side. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, I think we're going to see that in the U.S. I think, you know... I think international hip-hop is interesting. Like, yeah. Like, I listen to a lot of Polish hip-hop. I, I like... I British hip-hop and rap is the shit, too. British... Oh, my God. I, I love, love that, that stuff. I love that it stuff. Like, so where they just where they just put a mask on and I act feel like disrespectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude. It's energetic. The best. I think a lot of fusions, exactly. Like, yeah. exactly what you're saying. We're going to see crossovers because producers, it just keeps getting, like, not easier, but, like, easier to collaborate, you know what I mean? Like, with dogs Oh, dude, days. it's so easy. Yeah, like, literally, like, me yeah, me and Jerry, we, we made Belmont Boy stuff just, like, working on, on, our, on our laptops. Yeah, we, back there's and no forth. barrier. Yeah, it's and easy. And younger kids are getting in the game because you can download Ableton at 13 years old, bro. Yeah, dude, you can go crazy. I, I mean, but that's a, I think that's a beautiful thing. But also, like, yeah. it sort of sorts itself out, I think, in the end. that That's what it, like, people are like, oh, is there too much? Or it's like, well, you know, like, ultimately, like, you're still going to go see someone who's really making it happen. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, 
I think that like with the way people discover music too with playlists, I think like it's kind of neat in the sense that I find music through Discover Weekly that I like legit. Yeah, me too. Appreciate like Spotify's like, a shit. Yeah, <laughs> Spotify helps me find new music. Yeah, definitely. Bro, um, this has been this has been awesome. Yeah, I'm, having a great, I'm like I'm like out of breath. I'm like, I'm like man, like I told you, like, I told yeah. you, we just get in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just honestly, I usually when I do all the questions and stuff, it's just to kind of help me formulate the thoughts. But a lot of times we just talk the whole time. Okay. This has been great. Is there anything that you have coming out that you can announce right now? Uh, so I'm, I'm working on this video for a song called Body Rock. Yeah, that's gonna come out like I would say probably in June. Okay. And then, um, expect, expect another single, like, I, I might do something for my birthday, May 22nd. I haven't decided yet, but not, if okay. not, then, then June. But, like, yeah, big house energy. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. Thank you. This has been so fun Trey, to talk to you, awesome. man.